Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's have some fun. Casey and I were just a tiny bit shocked, although I reminded him it always snows in April. So wake up to all of that. And then it was snaining when we got home yesterday afternoon. The lovely snow and rain. I was shocked about the snow. Yeah, I had no no idea. And I said, "Ah." I said, the beach, the snow, it's all, you know, whatever, (laughs) you know. Listen, we had the most exciting return. Um, to an airport, dropping off a car of any trip I've ever been on in my life. Okay, so all the flights out of Hawaii back to the mainland leave at night. Yep. 8 o'clock, 8.30, 10, yep. 10.30. I always feel bad for people who have kids. Mm-hmm. We've done, yeah. They're always the overnight flights. Then you land in the morning, then you can connect on to wherever you're going um, because we were flying Kona, Seattle. So we had like an 8.20 flight. And needed to return the car at 6.20. And we were out of our little um, dreamy cottage in Puaco at 3 o'clock. So we went to our seafood bar, which is like seven miles away, mm-hmm. for a happy hour and to watch. Um, I told Casey, you know, the basketball game was on. Yes. And I said to him, I'm going to tell you right now, whatever team is the Tar Heels is going to win. And he <laughs> just laughs at me because he goes, you don't know anything you what don't. you're talking about. Right. I said, just tell me what color Mm -hmm. jersey they are, but that's my team. I'm picking them. Okay. Okay, I know nothing. And he's like, he had to tell me like four times during happy hour, North Carolina is in the blue. And I'd go, now which one is my team again? Are they white or blue? Okay, so we're just laughing. And the night before at Seafood Bar... I got we got fans. Someone came up to us, Michelle and her husband, Aunt Alan, who come and see us every year at the fair. They're still on the big island. She saw me from across the room. Even though I had Pamela, my little hairpiece in. Oh, you did. Lady uh-huh. exercise. She recognized me and we just laughed and she was there. Funny. You know, it was just kind of a funny thing. So anyway, so we're sitting there and there's it's like ten to five. And I'm always you got to get gas, and I'm always, I don't mind getting to the airport early, and you get know that. Get to the airport early and enjoy yourself and, before you go. And this I like, is our theory. I love getting there early. And the I don't Kona Airport is the last airport that's still, I don't know about Kauai, I haven't been there in a long time, but it's still an open air mm-hmm. airport, okay? Lots of wings, kind of, sort of, but sure. it's all open air. Okay. And this lady plops down at the bar, and she goes, whew, 19 South going to be a problem now there's four main highways on the big island of hawaii okay and 19 is the road that all the hotels on the west coast side take to the airport that's the way to kona that's the way up to monica you know that's the road that's i go what's going on on 19 Mm -hmm. huge brush fire 
And we had seen a couple of fire trucker truck tanks, yeah, like the big yeah, gas. Yeah, yeah. And Casey's way like, whoa, that's a big fire. I said, oh, my God, we got to go. And there's like a minute left in the game. I said, Casey, oh, Twitter will tell us what's going on. We have got to get in our car. We do not want to be trapped. And we get we get on 19 dead stop. I can see it way ahead. I just have a bad feeling. I got out my rental car map, which everybody gives me crap that I always grab one. No, you good you for never you. Know. Yeah. Always have one. Okay. Always you have you one. never know, right? You yeah. never know. Okay. And you just don't know where you're going to get GPS right? on an island or yeah. something. And I'm glad they still print them. Provide hotel. them. Yeah. yeah. And I look, I said, we can take this Beltline Road, even though it's we're going up. I said, oh, we're going to go by your basic, uh, the Army training work, because Casey camped. And did boot camp, not a boot camp, but a big island, like an army thing for 30 days marching on the lava rock. But we're going to go up country and we're going to go down. But we're going to keep moving. But we're going to keep moving. It's going to take us 50 minutes instead of a half hour. I don't trust this GPS that they know what's going on with this fire. They just show a red. Yes, a bar. Traffic stop. Mm -hmm. And the traffic is stopped. And so we make a U-turn. We're on this road. And I mean, I'm telling you, it was... Up and down and up. Our ears were popping. We were seeing cows and then it was green and the ocean seemed impossibly far away and said we'd get to the airport at 621. And your flight's at 830. At 820, which was fine, but I didn't want to have to pay another 24 hours. Right. We even managed to get gas, get to the thing, get to Avis in Kona and there are like 200 people waiting for cars. Oh. Waiting. Waiting for cars. They're waiting for the people returning them. And that's okay. why they'll charge you if you don't, because right. they're getting, they're having such the a... The came in. Okay. So we get... Well, they can't get cars because they sold all their fleets in the pandemic. That's why we have this car, rental car This sorted. car. So anyway, yeah. I, I was like thinking, there's somebody flying in who needs our car. And it's very dirty because we've been here for a month and right. it's been pooped on and there's sand in it and casing a zinc... <laughs> You know, it was white marks are everywhere. Right. And we get in to the airport and we're standing in line to check in our bags. And I just looked up a local thing. And as of six o'clock, southbound 19 was from so the month from from was still closed. So oh, anyone Lori. who was staying like at the Hapuna or the Mauna Kea or were coming they would not have been able to have gone. And so like, but you're I mean, lucky. I, I mean, really, I thought I was going to poop my pants. I was I so nervous. You're... I was just a flipping wreck. Well, here's to anybody <laughs> that ever says, always, you know, good for you in the paper map. Seriously. So serious. Good for you. Always have one. Because like you said, you can never know when the service could go out. You could be, you know, get in the mountains and there's no reception. It's just always good to have a map. And I'm glad that you decided to just rather take that extra 15 minute longer ride to keep moving rather than sit oh, still. Because no. I'm with I you. Can't, I as can't. As long as I'm moving. If we, if like there's a flight, there's a thing. I mean, I can't. I need, and, and Casey just like, he whips a U, UE mm-hmm. and then other cars started following us. But this curvy Hawaiian Beltline Road that we're on, 25, 35, 40, 30, up and down because it's so curvy. Right. Finally, a guy who we could tell he lived there, the surfboard was on his thing. He He passed us, and then we just trailed him, and we just hauled butt. Right. Because I said, we're going to draft with this guy. Lady Exercise knows about drafting. It's the easy. It's way. the most stressful thing in the world, though. I I'll never forget when I was with um, 
Catherine, our sister, and um, one of my kids, and she had two kids, and we were visiting dad, and we were flying out of Orlando, and we had a rent-a-car. And we kept getting on and off. Oh, that was a confusing airport to return the cars. It was the worst back in the day. Mm -hmm. I'm talking 15 years ago. Yeah. And so suddenly, the flight is leaving. Our flights are leaving. We drove up Grant to the bellboy. Sky Cab. (laughs) At the airport and said... Will you please return our car? Here's $25. (laughs) They did it. We didn't even know this person. They could have stolen anything. I'm like, we just left it with the perfect stranger. Yeah. We got in the biggest fight. Yeah. She and I, and it was just like unbelievable. But I'm like, I just left the car with a stranger, (laughs) but I'm making my damn flight home. Right, right, right. Hey, you got there. No, I know. And Casey and I almost, like, so stressful. We almost, like, we're at one point, you know, just at the moment, should we make a U turn and go this other way? And he goes, I don't. Have my glasses on, so you're gonna have to read the map, and you didn't even know who the Tar Heels were. You couldn't keep track of the color. <laughs> I said, I can read and a I'm map. I'm testing you right now. I can read a map. And you it's know? like, so we were oh, like this because that was the only time that like we were you ready. Had a to, we had a moment where we, um, you know, we're bugging each other. So, right. but we made each other laugh a lot, which is, you know, I gave that. That was my last lady exercise. I gave love advice. It, it was so Saturday. darling, Laurie. So, Anyway, but that was, I've, I've never, that's a new experience. Well, especially since it's so dry, too. Um, the Big Island is so dry. There have been fires. You would have been stuck for another day. Oh, to, and, 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 and there were no rooms, okay? This right. island is packed. This Big Island was packed. People were packed. Remember you just got stuck there in a rainstorm? Uh, yeah, lightning. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no, no. And we'd already had, you know, our incident with the keys locked in the trunk. We'd already had, you know, our moment. But because I'd been reading Kurt Johnson's book, The Barons. Love it. Which is someone is stuck in the wilderness. Love it. I could deal with the parking lot and getting a tow truck company <laughs> while Casey was lo- losing his mind and mm-hmm. thinking we should call Avis. And I'm yeah. like, who's going to pick up the phone at Avis on no an one. 800 number? Right. Nobody. Oh, that's stressful. Anyway, oh yeah. Everyone can relate to that. I mean, think of leaving Breckenridge and we're stuck on that freeway going to to Denver and the cars aren't moving and I had to go to the bathroom so bad we opened the door on the freeway and just peed. Same. Yeah. I've done that too. And you're stuck and you're You're worried. Yeah. I mean, there are, these are stressful. People if you're traveling, pick up your, (laughs) take your rental car map. And go early. Go early. All right, listen, we got to get going. We're talking with John Breams. The Grammys were last night. We had so much fun watching it. We'll be right back. We have joining us today to talk everything Grammys is John Bream, longtime music critic for the Star Tribune. Hi, John. Hi, John. Good afternoon. Long time no chat. Yeah, long time no chat. Good to talk to you. It's it's been a while. Um, I know Julie and I absolutely loved last night's Grammys. Um, So fun. So fun. Did you have the same opinion? I think it was one of the better Grammys. They had a lot of uh, exciting performances. I didn't agree with the Ollie Awards. Does anyone ever agree with you know no. the winners? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a very entertaining show. It was fast paced. Uh, a lot of high points and very few low points. I, I know. So what, what, considering it's a three and a half hour show, it was pretty exciting. It, it really was, and Trevor Noah is was really an excellent host again. Except he says amazing too many times. Just oh. like James Corden says brilliant too many times. See, these are the things that a good critic knows. We say uh-huh. uh-huh all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, okay, so John, what were some of your favorite performances or moments of the Grammys? 
Uh, can we start with Billie Eilish? Yes. Can we start with Billie Eilish. I, I'm just so taken by her. Her, her concert at uh, XL a few weeks ago was one of the all-time best concerts I've seen. Really? Um, for, you know, basically being one person on stage, um, just mesmerizing an arena. And she did it again last night on the Grammys, you know. I'm Happier Than Ever is a song that starts out slow and then it explodes. And she started, you know, the slow part in this weird setup of an upside-down living room that had like a foot of water in it. And she's walking around in the water and then she goes to the top of the, the, the roof of the room, so to speak. And her brother is there with his amazing electric guitar, Phineas, just wailing on guitar. Um, it was a really exciting moment, I thought. And equally exciting by the other youngster, Olivia Rodrigo, oh. you know, crying in her Mercedes <laughs> about, uh, you know, losing that guy to that other woman. Right. That other gal. <laughs> that other girl. No, that was really both of those. I was, because I thought, I, I wasn't like the Billie Eilish and her brother at the Oscars. I, I hated that that song won. But the Oscar loves, you know, um, Bond movies. But that was so exciting. I thought if that's what she's doing in concert, no wonder everyone is going so crazy for her. Yeah, I mean, she's just so real and so natural. And there's no affectations. I mean, if you want to talk affectations, you know, Silk Sonic takes the cake last night. (laughs) I mean, so what they did, you know, when they were the way they were acting and like, we're too cool for school. Yeah. Maybe that was part of the 70s vibe, but were they super fly or what? what, Can't figure out what they were trying to channel there. Well, they dress like that since they've been doing Silk Sonic, I think. And I think for them, I thought they were buzzed. (laughs) I mean, I really thought at the end, I thought, he's wasted. Both Bruno and Anderson? I thought they kind of were buzzed. Four for four, take it home, eight to break. Light up a buzz. I mean, I really thought they were kind of drunk. It could be. I mean, you know, when you when you get in those that kind of Golden Globes vibe of people sitting at tables like yeah. that, um, maybe there is a little more drinking going on. Yeah, I don't know. Um, John, what is the difference? Because Silk Sonic um, got both record and song of the year. What is the difference between record of the year and song of the year? Well, song is a songwriter's award. It's just for the songwriting. You know, the Grammys are supposedly about craft. Okay. And so this is a songwriter's award. Record of the year is sort of like saying the best single of the year. Okay. So it's for the record and the way the record comes out, not just for the songwriting. But oftentimes the the same uh, song and record are the winners in the same year. Which they were this year for Leave the Door Open. Yeah, and Bruno has... has, uh, one uh, song of the year now three times. He has. I, 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 I think, really love I that love he that was channeling. That I- this is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I hope now, prom, that <laughs> young men will wear the ruffled shirt, which was so prevalent in the 70s and early 80s. <laughs> And, you know, the, and the big collars. We the, like yeah. it. I love it. The big collar. I'm not sure about Anderson Pox. I turn her bowl cut. You didn't like that wig? Oh, no, it, it made me, me laugh. Yeah, it made yeah. me laugh. It was very 70s. Well, um, do you have any Is other... Is Ike, you think? Well, that's who it reminded me of. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. How about... Um, I really, really thought that Butter... Um, BTS. Yeah, BTS. That performance was just really fun. They do an amazing job with choreography. They're very ambitious. Mm -hmm. They're great dancers. I'm not sure if they can ever sing live. Um, They're charming guys. I've seen them so many times on TV. Mm -hmm. English is getting better. And, uh, you know, they're smooth as butter when it comes to performing. That that little bit with sitting next to um, Olivia Rodrigo at the beginning with the guy flirting with her and the whole James Bond and magic tricks and all sorts of things. It, it, it was a uh, well-choreographed number. Yeah. can dance, boy. Yeah. Oh, no kidding. They really can, and I like that they kind of did the James Bond sort of thing because the one kid had a broken, I don't know if he had a broken wrist, and that's why he was in the, the control room, but I did wonder if they were lip-syncing. Uh, I think I would bet on that. Yes. <laughs> you would. Were you Were you so happy for John Baptiste? Um, I'm happy that he won some awards. I think he's a great talent. I don't think that album is the album of the year. Um, it, you know, it, it, there's nothing out of the ordinary about it. I mean, he takes a lot of different styles and, and melds them together, and it's exciting, and there's some great songs on there. But I just didn't think it was the most complete album statement. I think... Um, Olivia Rodrigo's Sour was far and away the the best album of the year. Yeah, the betting money was on Olivia Rodrigo. Mm -hmm. Well, John, we want you to stay with us because we're not done talking Grammys. Um, John Bream from the Star Tribune will be right back with some more Grammys talk. Well, John Bream, we were screaming in our living room when we saw a glimpse of Lenny uh, Kravitz in his chainmail top and his leather pants. And then even more when he came on stage, he was our best dressed. He was uh, very exciting. It, and, you know, in the past, when Ken Ehrlich was the uh, the producer of the Grammys, they were always doing these um, collaborations between artists that didn't seem to go together. Mm-hmm. Whereas the new regime, uh, Ben Winston and the folks that do the James Corden show, they're not as big on these collaborations of, between people of different generations. But her lit it up when she first played with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, yeah. then with Travis Barker on drums, and then finally on Lenny. Um, it, it was pretty exciting. Yeah. It was good. It, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it really was. What did you think of um, Guy? We just love him. We adored him. He was our second best uh, dress man on the red carpet. But little Nas X, he sure brings the uh, energy. Yeah, I was a little surprised in his performance. Usually he's a lot more provocative. Um, and this seemed a little tame for him, but you know, if you listen to the words and, and what he does, he certainly uh, twists the knife in the in the conservative people. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he. I guess apparently CBS was getting people oh all the crotch grabs, and I thought, geez, all the times we've seen the um, slap in the face by Will Smith, and 
you know, nipples are banned on Instagram. I mean, I'm sorry. Some of the pearl clutching seems just ridiculous to me. Yeah, and we believe uh, Justin Bieber when he's talking about where he's getting his weed and his peaches. Yeah, what was that? I understand that. Right. We don't believe Doja Cat or Julia when they say they have to pee. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, that, actually, she, uh, Doja Cat said piss. Yes. And they, they allowed that on the air. Yeah, it is. It is. It is interesting. How about um, Lady Gaga? What did you think? I, I thought we really thought she poured her heart into the, her, you know, the Cole Porter and her performance. Um, I'm a little disappointed in Lady Gaga, to be honest. And I watched the Tony Bennett special with her mm-hmm. uh, late last year on their last show there at uh, Radio City Music Hall. I think she oversells it. I think she gets too excited and doesn't need to do all of the vamping and, you know, trying to dance and all of that stuff. Just deliver the song. She's a great singer. She is. You know, she, she can do it without all the, uh, the extra histrionics, I think. Yeah. Well, I guess I did, did like that she, she did. helped... Um, Who'd she help with the dress when she was Siza? Siza, yeah. Siza walking up there with uh, crutches. Yeah, that that was you know, she she's a very kind person. She I mean, is. she's been very um, doting on on Tony Bennett, and you know, in, in the, ever since they worked together. But in the recent years, when he's had his issues with with Alzheimer's and other things, right? And, and she was very sweet to help Siza up on yeah. stage. Yeah, and Liza Minnelli at the Oscars yeah. when Liza yeah, seemed confused. Good point. Yeah. Okay, um, Julia. You want her as your sister. Yeah, right. You do want her as your sister. Okay, you do. so John, we didn't have you on when we heard about the legal standoff between Prince's estate and Morris Day in the time. Yes. Yes, so the question is... What the hell's going on? What the hell's going on, <laughs> and is is that... Would Prince be rolling over? Oh, you know, with Prince, it, de- it depended on which day it was and okay. how the wind was blowing. Okay. But um, I, it's a case of, you know, misunderstanding and miscommunication and, you know, them telling or Morris hearing one thing and he's feeling another. Um, and, and I think they just need to talk it out. And, it, you know, his his reaction might have been premature. Mm-hmm. but. You know, it's well founded. I mean, he he feels that he's used that name for years and years without having to pay for it. Right. And now the estate is making some kind of request to get some money from him. I don't know how the money works. I've I've read various different things on the internet, and um, so we don't know, you know, the exact story. And Morris hasn't really come out and. Uh, Given the full details, I, I think it's still in the negotiating stage. But okay. Nowadays, everyone likes to um, prematurely negotiate in the social media. And years ago, they used to negotiate in the press, especially when you'd see, uh, you know, baseball players and other athletes trying to renegotiate contracts. They mm-hmm. go to the press. Now they do it themselves where they can control the conversation and put it in social media. Yeah. Got it. All right. Because it, it just seemed like it came out and then we've heard nothing about it. Yeah. Yeah, well, have you trademarked Lori and Julia? Yes. Twice. Yes. There you go. <laughs> and so is Hubbard. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so have you trademarked it or is Hubbard trademarked it? You know, we both have. have to get but, into your business. But, right, you know, it's, it's right. Yeah, but, but you're so you know, right. It's, we know in our... the difference between the individual yep. and the corporate entity, yep. so to speak. Yep. 
you're right. That's thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, um, John. Okay, so we feel like every other day we're hearing about an exciting show that's um, happening this or could, summer. Come this summer or whatever. Is there uh, are there any shows that if people are thinking they want to go, you think they better get buying their tickets? Well, I think they just announced the Doobie Brothers today coming to. Uh, Treasure Island Casino on September 16th, outdoor show. Now, that might be a little late in the season for um, people to be outdoor shows, especially for older people. But, uh, you know, we didn't get Michael McDonald last year at the fair, but hopefully he's going to be okay, no COVID issues, Mm -hmm. and this will be a chance to see him with the doobies once again, which we haven't seen for more than 25 years. I think that'd be a blast. So I I think Mm -hmm. that's one where uh, people should definitely get their tickets. Um, but you know, a lot of these other shows just sold out instantly. You get like Olivia Rodrigo's here uh, next week and, um, you know, she's playing the armory when she easily probably could have played two arena shows, but she wanted to start modestly. Yeah. You got got to crawl before you walk. Think about the composure. You know, you're talking about how much you love Billie Eilish's performance and how, she captivated when she was here in concert. I just think about these young people in front of all those people and being oh, up on I, stage. I, I, so I would be loving to go to Olivia Rodrigo. I love every song on that album. I really think she I was must our be soundtrack. She, I'm 14 inside, John. <laughs> when you listen to that album, you become 16 again. Yeah, it's, you absolutely become 16, and and you can relate to it. And I I think. Uh, other than Taylor Swift, no one has really done such a magnificent job writing from a teen perspective on what it's like to be a teen when she's actually a teen. You know, right. she's the same age as her her fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's she's true. Good. That's true. How about what did you make of? Have we ever seen at the Grammys? So last night, I thought it was very moving, and I know Julian Grant did too, and probably anyone. But when President uh, Zelensky from Ukraine made an appearance at last night's Grammy. Have we ever seen anything like that? Well, not from a foreign country like that. We, we've seen, you know, presidents of the United States um, we come have. on and give speeches okay. and talk about the importance of music or blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. um, we've never really seen something as overtly political as that. And mm-hmm. I, I think it was... Uh, it was a very poignant moment, mm-hmm. and following up with John Legend, and to be honest, I get a little tired of John Legend being the go-to guy on yeah. every award show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time, I think his version of Free um, was really effective, especially when he had three Ukrainian artists accompany him, a, a woman on a stringed instrument, which I don't know how to pronounce what it's called, mm-hmm. and then they had a singer who sang in Ukrainian, and then they had a, a, a poet recite the Lord's Prayer in English. I, I, it was a very moving and poignant moment. Yeah. And, and I thought it was on point. It was tastefully done and, and worth doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's our question for you. If you're just joining us, we're talking with John Bream, um, one of the oldest, not age-wise. Longest, longest running, that's it, Longest running. He is the music critics, running music critic in, um, in the country. Um, do you, why don't you go to the Grammys? Did you just not want to go or... Um, it's been a budget thing for years. And, um, frankly, sometimes, you know, first of all, I don't, I'm sitting backstage, so I'm not in the Grammys. Okay. So like I said, you're you're trying to juggle three things at once. You're trying to write your story, watch the show itself, and then interview people as they come back. Right. Mm -hmm. And now through the magic of a computer and all that, you can do all that stuff. 
Right. You know, I, I could I could still ask questions backstage if I wanted to. Right. Problem is nowadays they've become uh, everything is so truncated. They come back and they say, "Okay, we'll take three questions." Yeah. Right. Well, in the old days, you know, they might be back there for fifteen minutes. Now you get about three minutes with mm. the artist. Right. So and really one of the questions um, very, uh, is from cost effective. Yeah. To, right. To send me there to get Got it. quotes, I can get the same quotes listening on my computer. Yeah, that's true. Don't don't tell our bosses. Yeah, that. don't tell our bosses uh, <laughs> that for well, this. You can't get the red carpet. That's true. You can't. You can't get those quotes off the red carpet that you want. Uh, and, that, um, that's right. You know, every award show handles things differently. You know what we and also in the past, mm-hmm. I used to be able to get access to artists who might be coming to Minneapolis. Like you could get a half hour with them, or go to a, a Grammy rehearsal, or whatever, and, and get. 15, 20 minutes with them. Nowadays, everything is so difficult. Yeah. You know what? We were delighted. COVID and security Mm -hmm. and all of that. Right. uh, They just don't have time for you. Yeah, they don't. And those publicists are so mean. They just drag you away. (laughs) They are. They just drag them away. But we were delighted to see Brandy Carlisle perform. I watched a little bit of the music cares that they have with Joni Mitchell. It was great. Great to see Joni Mitchell up on stage. Yeah, that that was a very inspiring moment. Even though she's obviously, um, you know, not in great great health, she right. had a brain aneurysm a few years ago, and she's still recovering. But it, it was just reassuring to to see such a a great artistic force um, up in front of her peers, getting so much love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really she was, was up there with Bonnie Raitt. I know that was great to see Bonnie. Anyway, well, John. We really appreciate your time. We know you're probably going to be, is there going to be a, you know, like big, do you guys have big plans for Prince coverage coming up here? Or is it going to be maybe not so much because it's been whatever, six years? Yeah, I think we're going to kind of go low key this okay. year. Okay. I mean, it, it's been six years mm-hmm. and, um, you know, we'll have some later, we have something um, bigger coming up, but I think we're going to save it for June. Okay. In, instead of April. All right, for his so, birthday uh, month. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, the anniversary of his passing on April 21st. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. John, we love talking to you. Thank you so much for making time Thank with you. us. Uh, we appreciate it. All right, keep rocking. Okay, okay, we will. You can follow John, J-O-N, Bream on Twitter, and, of course, read him in the Star Tribune. You know, I don't know if you caught last night when... Uh, Dua Lipa and Megan Thee Stallion, they recreated an iconic moment at the Grammys when they were in their matching Versace dresses when Donatella got up and unpinned them. I didn't see that. Okay, yeah, they were wearing Versace. You saw Donatella on the red carpet. I saw her on the red carpet, but not up on stage. Yeah, she came up on stage, and Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston dressed in look-alike um Outfits. Versace is it something? Vera Wang oh, in okay. 1998. So that was a little homage to Mariah and Whitney for people wanting to know what was that a fashion thing? Okay, of? that's what that was of when they came out as a diva off in like brown satin slip dresses. Oh, I love that. Okay, and uh, I know John Bremy wrote it in the Star Tribune today. He really thought Olivia Rodrigo um, for Sour was the album of the year. Shouldn't have been John Baptiste. And one of the sweetest going into the night, you know, when she was in her Mercedes Benz. Oh, 
and she's doing on the dial, and then mm-hmm. she lands on her own song, Driver's License. And that was such a good, you remember? great performance. You played that nonstop last winter. Nonstop for January, the month of January. February, non- and into March. I, I had, had a hardcore breakup. breakup. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Oh, it was like oh. you were 16 again. Oh, my, 14. Yeah, I but mean, she was, that was so sweet. I was so glad that she won. You know, last night she won Best New Artist, Best Pop Solo, Best Pop Vocal Album. John Bream thought she had the best album of the year, and all the betting money was on her, her winning that, but backstage she did drop one of her Grammys and break it. Oh, I saw that. I know someone who dropped the Marconi I, after winning one, and he worked, worked oh, in really? this building. Yeah, yeah broke it. But we, her second speech when uh, she won, the best new artist, she thanked a lot of people on her team, but I think this was her past best pop vocal but Mm -hmm. here's a little of olivia and she was one of our best dressed women wearing vintage vivian westwood with the chokers it was very um fresh and young yes very fresh and young but it did give me that 90s feel and so here's olivia oh wow oh my gosh um thank you again to the recording academy thanks to all the fans who have listened to my music and completely changed my life over the past two years um, I really want to dedicate this award to my parents. When I was nine years old, I told my mom I was going to be an Olympic gymnast, even though I could barely do a cartwheel. Uh, and um, she thought I was joking, uh, but I was super defensive. And uh, so the next week when I told her I was going to win a Grammy, she was very supportive, even though I'm sure she thought it was just a little kid pipe dream. Um, but I want to thank my mom for being supportive of all of my dreams, no matter how crazy. And I want to thank my mom and my dad for being equally as proud of me for winning a Grammy as they were when I learned how to do a back walkover. Uh, this is for you guys and because of you guys. Thank you. Aww. I think she's so cute. Oh, she's beautiful. She's oh, be- and, I, and I love that she just changed back into the same Vivian Westwood yeah. gown after her performance. That was a nice you know, gown. I like that gown. It, wasn't that pretty the with pink, the gloves? The, yeah, the little pink uh, accent. Yeah. Yeah. That was just a perfect... Yeah, that was a vintage, vintage gown. Oh, I, nice. I wanted... When Justin Bieber came on the screen, first when he got out of his car with the pink beanie, I was like, okay, that's for the peaches, you know, because he's wearing that knit mm-hmm. hat in that video. But then when I saw him, I thought, is does he think he's David Byrne burning down the house, talking heads? That he is swimming in this huge, ginormous suit. suit. Billy Eilish wore one too. Yeah, she was wearing yeah. Rick Owen. I from a distance, though, I liked it because I liked how punky her hair was yeah. and the glasses. And then I liked that Billie Eilish paid homage to the Foo Fighters more than one hundred percent. Yeah, uh, Taylor Hawkins T-shirt. I, I actually liked um, Billie. I that that black curtain shower curtain look worked because of her hair. I thought. And the glasses, it was very kind of... She's so pretty. I don't know. It's it's not my look on a woman. I know. It was goth princess for me, and so I didn't mind it. But But Justin Bieber Bieber looks ridiculous. He looks so ridiculous, and I tweeted about him looking like David Byrne and hashtagging the... Anyway, Grant, my tweets got included, one in Glamour UK and one in another one. And my one for Glamour UK was something I responded because Glamour UK said... Oh, Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber, who looked like her hair hadn't been washed, and she just wore her slip that uh-huh. she sleeps in, yeah. in a grage. They looked so unhappy. They and, did. And I said, wrote, I tweeted, I said, she's giving me, you know, basically the wife vibe 
when you say to your man, because men get funny about their women or their man partner, who if they're gay, you know, they get funny about their partner telling them, no, you can't wear that or what to wear. What to wear. I know Casey and I, about the only time we ever argue is if I say to him, you can't wear We that. can do better. Yeah. And if he doesn't say yes, dear, I have that look on that Haley Bieber. And she knew he looked like a fool. Mm-hmm. That he looked like people would say he looks like the kid in Big, Tom mm-hmm. Hanks. Yeah, as he's walking home. Right. That is as the best home. way to describe it yeah. at the end of the movie. Good and his, his performance outfit was so great. The what leather so pants. Great. All of that. But that's why, he, I mean, she looked happy when he was up performing and proud. But she was not happy because she knew he was ruining those photos. And I wished the only thing that could have saved it is if she could have been in Chrissy Teigen's amazing pink, pink dress because that was a beautiful that dress. was a beautiful dress and i thought saweetie is saweetie it? oh that was that was a valentino custom with the midriff and the gloves and that it was, was fit that was gorgeous. gorgeous we've posted all the fashions on yes. the Lori and julia show page i have to admit there were some really nice beautiful clothes well we expect the grammys to be we want leopard we want more sheer. edgy but i thought a lot of people dressed no, I, was, I liked a lot I mean, of it last Halsey night was very retro she looked like a 40s movie star you know she just had surgery a few days ago so she had a nice belt right around her center megan the stallion with her leopard on the outside being a different print on the inside cheat i mean there was a lot of Billy leg. porter and his cape the pink the cape pink, i yeah. love that i love john baptiste everything that he wore he changed a lot but you know that is what he's known for yeah but lenny kravitz hand uh, hands down best dressed man of Sexiest the night Sexiest man of the night oh my lord the boots the three outfit changes and grant even old jared leto um <laughs> who did wear his sunglasses um, he stopped and talked to Laverne Cox. And mm-hmm. if you play my drinking game, drink every time Laverne says, tell me what the, tell the me story what the stories of what you're wearing. Oh, geez. You'd be, it would be wasted at every <laughs> award show. But he gave delightful red carpet. Um, Jared Leto. And then he changed to present. I know he did. Yeah. So he's a very, he's an interesting breed. He was on with Fallon last week on the couch. Jared Leto was yeah. um, talking about this movie. The More Super- of Us that's getting yeah. terrible, terrible reviews. reviews. How about Carrie Underwood and her tragic pageant gown that she wore on the red carpet? How <gasps> about though her banging legs yeah. when she performs? She has the most amazing And legs. her stylist knows that. Yeah. We played that song a couple weeks ago. I didn't ago. love that song. I didn't either. I didn't either, but I, I'm glad her stylist show those legs, but I was like, because she brought her husband and she doesn't usually bring that um, sour puss. And um, <laughs> so he, she couldn't show us her beautiful legs till she was up on stage. You're she, so funny. It was so... So, South Carolina yeah, pageant was. prom. It I, was. And, and in tangerine and gold. Um, now, her wore an homage to an Aretha Franklin outfit that she wore in the 70s mm-hmm. with the sheer chiffon panels she and cool. pants. That was kind of a cool look. But yeah, posted. I yeah, thought we, there were some fun looks. There really were. Take and a look. Donatella Versace, I've decided, looks like a teenage... Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> Julia, it was the color of her dress. That it's the eye makeup, all of it yeah, together. Of she it. looks like uh, Donatella. The, isn't there a turtle named that, Grant? Yes, Donatella, Michelangelo, Leonardo. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got it. Yes. All right, we'll be right back. Uh,